treasured family heirloom from the Black Forest, beautifully carved, the calendar was formed by tiny cubicles where a small nativity figure nestled behind the date. Grandpa Carlson had purchased the keepsake for Grandma Louise in Frankfurt, Germany, while serving in the army during World War I. Family legend had it that she scolded him severely for spending money on something that wasn't a necessity. It had been passed down to Rose's mother, and in turn she had passed it on to her daughters, who shared custody of the priceless heirloom. This year the calendar would grace Rose's home. She set the advent calendar on its special shelf, above the table in the sunny kitchen nook, and located the first piece, then put the tiny hand-painted cradle at the foot of the date of December 1st. She stood back to admire her work. Warm sunshine filtered through the bare branches on the sugar maple tree standing just outside. Minnesotans gave thanks for a mild early winter day like this one. Rose focused on the brown lawn. Joey had been so busy, he had neglected to winterize the birdbath. The round concrete bowl needed to be turned over so it wouldn't collect water and freeze. Like every holiday season, Joey put in long hours at Southside Transport, the family trucking company. Business was always brisk around the holiday season. Joey wasn't the only one chasing his tail. They'd all been busy. Christmas meant church activities added to an already hectic schedule. Rose felt the familiar tightening in her stomach, the painful pierce of how will I do it all starting to creep through her psyche. Christmas should be more than frantic activities, hectic crowds, and overworked husbands. The holiday held deeper significance, and Rose knew it. It wasn't that she didn't want to slow down, but life got in the way. This year, she would go through the motions for the sake of her family, but that inward elation, the joy she once felt, was missing. Truth was, she was just too tired from putting up all of the decorations, hanging lights around the roof, and baking endless cookies. She was so busy doing Christmas, there wasn't time to experience Christmas. She shifted the calendar, tilting it just so. The movement jostled December 1, and the wooden square tumbled, struck the white kitchen table, then rolled behind a chair leg. Dropping to her hands and knees, she squeezed through the chair support bars, her hand groping for the piece. Her cell phone tinkled an animated version of Jingle Bells, a ringtone her 15-year-old daughter, Anna, had chosen for the season. Rose's head shot up and smacked the hard bottom of the table. Tears welled in her eyes. That'll sure help my headache. Frantically rubbing the smarting area, she backed out of a maze of table and chair legs. The stench of burning brownies reached her nose. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. She spent precious seconds frantically searching for her oven mitt. Smoke started to roll from the sides of the oven door. The smoke alarm went off, and above the pulsing shriek, the cell phone played its tune. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Rose located the mitt, shoved it onto her right hand, opened the oven door, and yanked out the pan of smoldering brownies. Then she dunked the smoking pan in the sink and reached for the phone with her left hand. A plume of steam fogged the shadow box window. Snatching up the phone, Rose caught the last notes. All the way. Hello? Rose? Sharon Walker chirped. Yes? 
Did I catch you at a bad time? Rose fixed on the smoke and steam spewing up from the sink and was able to fan the air in front of the smoke alarm to silence its shrill cry. Her fingers explored the knot on her head, not surprised to find it the size of a cheese cube. Did you need something, Sharon? Sharon was the Sunday school social director. Lois Gleason had emergency gallbladder surgery this morning. Rose sobered. I'm sorry. Is she okay? She's doing nicely. She can come home in the morning. I'm arranging take-in meals for the coming week. Can I put you down to help on Friday and Monday evening? She'll need something with fiber, no dairy content, and low fat. As much as Rose wanted to voice a refusal, she couldn't. But where would she find time to prepare additional food and deliver it two evenings this week? She'd have to crowd it in between basketball and choir practices. But how could she refuse Lois?